We are pleased to announce I Am Walt Disney, the 18th picture book in the New York Times bestselling Ordinary People Change the World series of biographies about heroes. This book by bestselling author Brad Meltzer tells the story of Walt Disney. Each book in the series tells the story of one of America's icons in a lively, conversational way that works well for the youngest nonfiction readers and that always includes the hero's childhood influences. This volume features Walt Disney, who made dreams come true for himself and the countless kids around the world. Available wherever fine books are sold. Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha, come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello everybody and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 300 and something for the week of September 25th, 28th, September 26, 2019. I think, I think I got it right. Yes. Yes, I think that's right. Okay, we're good. It's like the Goldbergs opening when he was like, it's 1980-something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't even know what that show was. I was getting ready you don't watch chaining. that show? No. I was going to start chaining Goldberg, and I realized you were talking about the show and not the wrestlers. So. Oh, yeah, no. That, I, thought, that, I thought you were talking about like, Bad News show. Bears. No, but it, it's a really funny show. Though. Sure it is, right? So funny, we've never seen it, right, Matt? Uh, I've actually seen it a couple times. I, it's yeah, kind of funny. Couple. It's not that funny. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, I don't even know what it is. No idea. It, it's just like a family sitcom. Gotcha. Um, but it's based like 80s, and if you were like a kid back then, then a ton of references in it and stuff that you'll kind oh. of just relate with. And stuff I'll have like to check that. it out. It's yeah, really it's, good. It's the the references is what makes it worth watching. I mean, it's, gotcha. it's funny, but like the the old 80s throwbacks and all that kind of stuff. It's it's good. It's it's fun to watch. I don't catch it all the time, but whenever it's on, I'll, I'll watch it. Gotcha. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so I can probably relate to a lot of it. This evening's episode, this is that's recorded on Wednesday, but they they did a Griswold-style family trip to Disneyland. Ah, uh, okay. The son was all excited uh, um, because the Star Tours had just opened up in Disneyland. Oh my god, that's great stuff so yeah it's 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 really cool the theme like each episode like to like a movie or, or like a show or something that happened back then gotcha okay i'll check it out see which i'll see what i like about it or not like about it i'll let you know okay i'll, I'll be anxiously waiting <laughs> yes. for your expert opinion it won't be tonight but don't wait around all night because i'm not watching it tonight well i'm holding my breath until you give me a review <laughs> okay, then I guess Matt, goodbye. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> so I think that's all I've got. Uh, 
expi- Keith excited to be in Disney by the time this releases? Well, yes. well, no, well, you'll still be here, but in a day yeah. or two, you'll be there. Yes, very excited and anxious to actually put, like, to formulate my own opinions on things that I have read just and seen so much about. It'll be nice to kind of have a like, firsthand uh, account, like, for all the Skyliners and Galaxy's Edge and all of that stuff. So, well, speaking I'm excited. of. Galaxy's Edge, what is the general consensus out there? Is it more of a mixed bag, or is it uh, seems that people uh, seem to like it, or, or what? Um, it's really mixed. I mean, you've got the diehard Star Wars fans who are upset that it's not, like, tied into the trilogies, and it's not, like, recognizable from the films, and then you have the, I would say, the more like casual fans that absolutely love it the detail the theming the characters just just that stuff they're just it's amazing so it, it's just like anything people you know either love it or hate it there is no kind of like a middle anymore with anything really but especially when it comes to disney yeah i mean for i mean for me like i've said it before i don't think i've said it on the podcast about my thoughts on it but uh um i don't know if i did or not i guess it's i mean i'll have a i'll form another opinion my initial reaction is you know like many people said it's very hard i I can't relate to it it just uh it's not something i'm familiar with it's like it's there you can get the idea that it's star wars like it kind of almost gets a tattooing feel but it's not you have the millennium falcon which is amazing detail around the whole land is incredible i'm not gonna lie about that but to me it's just like a glorified 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 shopping mall and to me it's uh I haven't ridden the ride yet, so you know. Hopefully, next time we talk, I'll get talk about it a little bit more. But uh, um, it's impressive what they did. Uh, but it's not, honestly, it's not a place I'd be like, I got to spend all my time. And, you know, that's just how it is so far. My opinion could change. I do want to see Olga's Cantina. Um, and we'll see. I'm still waiting for all these people to say it's not tied into any of the movies it's not real Star Wars for this like the next movie to come out and like three fourths of the movie be set in that in that area <laughs> right. and I'll be like oh yeah I mean I still well, think no, that Disney but... should have definitely tied it to the original trilogy they banked too much on the Disney trilogies and, and or, or the future Really, really, the books. The, the I know the Thrawn trilogy. The uh, the new Thrawn book is based on on it, but uh, it's just it, it's hard to the idea. I, the idea was great to try to come up with something where like you're in your own Star Wars. You 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 are the character in the story, but I think that fails to resonate with most people who want to be fully immersed like it is in in Harry Potter. I mean, you go to Harry Potter. I haven't seen the Harry Potter movie. I, don't, I mean, I've seen Harry Potter movies, but I haven't seen the Harry Potter land. And everybody says it's amazing. It's fully immersive. It's like the movie has come to life. And you go to the Star Wars land, and you're just like, oh yeah, um, okay, Star Wars. Oh oh yeah, it is Star Wars. Look, there's a lightsaber. I mean, there's Chewbacca and Stormtroopers. What else do you want to make you feel like Star Wars? 
I mean, I, I guess I kind of get it, but there, I, I, I kind of don't. I mean, I mean, listen, it's I grew up. I grew up as as a Star Wars fan. I mean, my, you know, as an eight year old, I lived and breathed Star Wars. And my, you know, seeing Star Tours for the first time was incredible. But always in the back of my head, I had a dream of being able to walk around the Death Star and, and see what that's like, or visit Tatooine, or, or throw snowballs in Hoth. I know you can't do the Hoth thing, but still. Um, <laughs> you can throw and, water at people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, like, I want to see, you know, Lar, the Lars homestead where Luke grew up and and all those types of things and walk around most Eisley or, or, or what, or Ewok village or something like that. I cannot relate to this as, as I would have liked. I think that Star Wars is just that type of franchise that, that if it doesn't matter what you do, it's never going to be good enough. Um, I mean, yeah, to a point, you know what, let's, let's table this for, um, (laughs) We could talk about this like all yeah, night. We'll do. We'll, when we come back, we'll we'll talk about Star Wars at length and, and generate our, our opinions better. But until then, I'm taking a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is what's news. Disney's Hollywood Studios at Disney World will be seeing an additional Mickey Mouse change coming in 2020. In addition to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opening next spring, Disney has announced that a reimagined venue called Mickey Shorts Theater will also be opening in the spring. No additional information has been released. Already thinking of spring? Well, the 27th Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will be taking place March 4th through June 1st in 2020 with a new Remy Topiary, the centerpiece of a new Ratatouille Garden at the France Pavilion. The 90-day extravaganza at Disney World will again feature outdoor kitchens and performances during the Garden Rocks concert series. The new Ratatouille Garden will be planted with veggies used to make Ratatouille. There will also be returning character topiaries including Snow White, Elsa and Anna, Belle and Beast, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Miss Piggy, and Kermit. Plant-based food options will be growing at all major quick and table service restaurants at Walt Disney World starting in October and at Disneyland in the spring of 2020. Disney is also introducing a new menu icon, a green leaf, to help guests identify these meals. The new Epcot Forever Nighttime Spectacular debuts on October 1st, 2019, and will be live streamed on the Disney Parks blog. The show will bring the World Showcase Lagoon to life with fireworks, lighting lasers, special effect kites, and music from the past 37 years. Epcot Forever replaces Illuminations and is a placeholder show until the new Harmonious debuts next year. Changes will be coming to various Disney character meet-and-greet locations at the Magic Kingdom and Disney World as Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration comes to an end at the end of this month. Check the new guide for all the new locations. The Scat Cats Club at Disney's Port Orleans Resort in the French Quarter is expanding in October. The Scat Cats Club will continue to fill the room with entertainment authentic to New Orleans, featuring live jazz five nights a week. It will also continue serving up signature beverages of the Big Easy. The Scat Cats Club Cafe, at a new location near the lobby, will be selling beignets all day. Kermit, Sam is crying because there are a number of major entertainment changes coming to Walt Disney World this October, and it includes a reduction 
in performances. If this chaos continues, the show is history. And yes, Fozzie, the elimination of a couple of favorite shows, including yours. The two biggest changes will be the end of the Muppets present great moments in American history at the Magic Kingdom and the popular Barutica Band, which performs at the Harambee Village in Animal Kingdom. Fans of the show are quite upset. We are angry! We are irate! We are revolting! Consider that again! We are revolting! Fans have started a save campaign, but they most likely will not work. The belief is Disney is making the cuts to live performances due to lower attendance at the parks. Disney has not made any comments about this. Other changes include axing the Royal Majesty Makers at the Magic Kingdom, saying so long to the story of Coco at Epcot, and moving the Jamiters and Matsuriza of Epcot to five days a week from seven. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. All right, we are back from break. I want to thank Steve for the news again this week. Check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. Thanks again, Steve. Okay, so this week on the show, we're going to talk about, I guess, the extra cost of doing things at the Disney Park. Is that what the the, the parties and added... The extra ticketed events. Extra ticketed events, yeah. So, what what do we think about the extra ticketed events? Okay, so we did, we did throw that out to social media. We'll go... I guess we can go talk about it in a few minutes. Or maybe I'll tie it in every little bit here and there. But, uh, um, Matt, why don't you tell me what extra ticketed events you do believe would be worth it? I'll start with the ones that I haven't done that I think that it would be worth it. Um, the early morning, especially now with what I've seen with people that do it at, um, of course, it's not a hard ticket event, so never mind. Forget that one. Um, but in, and when they do it in the Animal Kingdom, you know, get to go in and hit Pandora a couple times and, and you know, that to me, I think, would be worth it as well as the, um, most when they do it at night. Um, After hours is at night and then the yeah. mornings are usually called early morning magic. Okay, so so the, the night one's just for the, uh, the copious amount of Mickey bars when you're standing in line for that. <laughs> I have done the uh, not-so-scary party and if... I'll say this kind of a, as a contingency. If you have kids that you can keep up long enough to take advantage of it, or if you don't have kids, to me, it's well worth take the afternoon off, you know, lay by the pool or whatever, plan on being there right at four o'clock and then stay there through the evening. Um, I think it goes right up to midnight. That to me is, is worth it. I mean, that's perfect. If say, if you're coming in, if it's a travel day, and you fly in that day or something like that. You don't have to worry about getting to the park at a certain time, and then everybody clears out at seven, and you get your—I'll say—run of the mill. I've, I've seen it's a little more busier than what it has been, but you know your attractions and everything. So I feel that that is worth it 
for the you know do the attractions itself but then throwing the the candy and everything else that they do with it it's just kind of an added bonus for me coupled with our kids i've done the evening one after hours it's whatever and man it is worth every penny um aside from the snacks and whatnot i did um hit the one at the magic kingdom and aside from the treats which it seemed like the treat carts had longer lines than the attractions did um but it's just a disney vacation can just be so like like fast-paced and hectic and busy it is worth every penny to slow that down and just be at peace by walking around taking in the sights the the lands the lighting attractions or walk-ons it's just it gives you a better appreciation i think uh, for the parks when like you're not like like dodging strollers and trying to you know <laughs> uh, check your phone for fast passes every five seconds and it's like a hundred outside and blah 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 um it's really nice to just to kind of like slow down and be at peace for a change there yeah so i've done both of them and uh, i've done the morning magic at the magic kingdom and i've done the after hours at the magic kingdom and doing the morning magic one was great because my because connor was at the perfect age where he would be able to do absolutely everything there and it was a lot of fun it, and we got to do the the mind train we did nine times in the in the morning um which you know you're not going to be able to do that probably nine times in an entire trip so you know getting up early and getting into there and taking advantage of that was definitely worth it uh, doing the after hours event, I think was worth it as well, but doing it on a, when you're only there for a, a shorter period of time for a weekend or something like that. I think if you're doing it for, if you're there for a week, I don't think you necessarily need to do that. Uh, but it all depends if you, if you want to spend that kind of money, if, if you're just a couple or maybe you're going by yourself, I would definitely do it. But I think once you get into, if you're going with, um, a you know a three-year-old a five-year-old and an eight-year-old maybe it's not worth it doing the after hours event uh it's better suited probably for older people for older not you know for older older kids not necessarily for the younger hey, kids. you whippersnapper what do you feel <laughs> <laughs> so um in that regard yeah i mean I, I do think it's it's worth it i i honestly if uh, if uh, i'm going to speak honestly i'm going to tell you I would much rather do an after hours event than a, uh, a the Halloween or Christmas party just because you're not dealing with the, the massive amount of crowds that you do with the, the, those parties and those parties are fun. Yeah. If you do the, I think those, the parties you really, you do once and I think you're kind of good, but I think the after hours event is something that you can do over and over and over again and not get bored of it because listen, you're going to Disney anyway. You're, you're spending a hundred dollars to get into there for the day and a lot of people might only hit five or six attractions during the day and you could do five or six attractions in an hour in the after hours right. event. So, uh, in that regard, yeah, the after hours events are worth it. And you brought up the parties. I've done the Christmas party. Absolutely loved it. It was worth to do once. The parties are such a different kind of a beast, I guess. They put uh, so much into the, those parties parties uh, with like 
exclusive stuff like meet and greets, merch, food and snacks, fireworks shows. And if you get a crowded night, you still do I have to pick and choose what stuff is a priority for you. If it's getting, you know, pictures of with the exclusive characters, you could be like waiting in a line for like two hours for that character. Yep. Um, which is pretty much. Hello. Oh, said so he just—he must have just dropped. So oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, he was saying, yeah, a lot of times it, uh, it, it, it does. You get you you can wait a long time because I remember we went to see I think it was Donald Duck during the Christmas party and we did like fifty-five minutes and it wasn't like it was a whole lot of people there either. Well, I did notice that with uh, we've done not so scary twice and of course the characters that you want to see together are the ones that are got the huge weight so you know jack and sally the picture with snow white and all the dwarfs together the the main ones that you would really want to see are the ones that you can't get to it's just a massive line and um so yeah i can see that part of it but i will also say that when we went to the Halloween parties, we didn't have meet and greets. It, it was not a priority. It was, you know, trying to get some candy and do some rides. And, you know, you, we we did fairly well with both of those. So um, the Christmas party to me, I would like to go. But the cookies and hot chocolate doesn't have as much of an appeal to me as the the candy at no it does hot, it's not as good i mean the hot chocolate in florida just doesn't have that i mean yes i know it can get cool some nights down in florida but it's not still not cold enough for for hot chocolate so um that doesn't really appeal to me and i guess we'll lump them in the dessert parties the, those things to me that that just seems like a waste of waste of money to me i mean they they, they do not at all seem like it's worth the extra coin you have to pay out just so you can sit a little bit closer and you know yes the food looks great but there's only so much of that stuff that you can eat because it is so sweet or whatever that you wouldn't be able to eat enough to justify what you're paying yeah those dessert parties i don't those things i don't understand at all especially now with the cost that's going up to i think it's going up to a hundred dollars now i think Right, ninety nine dollars for yeah, something the, like that. One just... by Tomorrowland. Yeah, I I just can't see how can so, listen. I, I I they're not targeting us. They're and a lot of times people that do those dessert parties are people who've never been to Disney World before, and they just think it's something extra. But listen, you're on a family, well, you know, family of four, so two adults, two kids, so two hundred. I think the kids were like seventy, so three hundred and forty dollars for yeah. an hour, hour and a half thing of just dessert. For forty bucks, you can go get uh, treats at um, the confectionery and just and 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 get better treats in some in some regard. I mean, you're not really drinking alcohol over there. And how much sweet stuff can you eat anyway? So, I mean, with that price, I'd much rather go to California Grill or something like that and watch the fireworks from there. But hey, that's just me. Yeah, the one that really gets me is the dessert party they have 
at not so scary so you're paying to get in not so scary and then you're right. paying for dessert party that's just that blew my mind when i saw that come out yeah you're like over 200 dollars in your for a, a six hour event i mean that's just crazy yeah like i've never really okay uh he got kicked again yeah um <laughs> Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it keeps bouncing up. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. But uh, uh, you know the um, the other parties that um, the uh, the other added things that I would say that are definitely worth it, worth it stepping away from dessert parties um, was that I did the Key City Kingdom tour. Um, that's an extra ticketed event. I definitely enjoyed that. I didn't pay for it. Um, I did it with the agency, but I thought it was, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I thought it was worth it. I would love to do some of the other tours. So I think focusing on some of the tours, uh, especially if you've been there so many times and you want a different type of experience, do one of the tours. Yeah, I would agree with that. The tours really appeal to me. The only issue I have with some of them is they're, they're so long. You're, you're basically, you're wasting a, well, I won't say wasting, you're, you're losing a day. Right. you know to have in the parks or whatever but still i would love to do a lot of those um the, some of those tours and stuff especially keys of the kingdom the um the ones with the transit behind the steam or something right. like that yeah, yeah. Um, and and behind the seeds over at um living with the land i think would be awesome to do but those those tours look really awesome yeah i would love to do all those i really would like to do the the holiday one they get to go and see how they do all the, the holiday lights and, and the backstage of that or do the, the ultimate one where they visit all the four parks. I think it's like an eight-hour tour. I'd love to do that one as well. Yeah, that that would be cool to see, you know, just uh, some of the stuff you learn on it and, and get kind of go behind the scenes and you get your get to be a quote-unquote VIP for, for a little while. So I think that would be worth it. I, I would That's something I would pay money for. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, like, to me, I would get more value out of that as opposed to going to the Halloween or Christmas party because I don't want to be dealing with those crowds, and it's just not fun. Yeah, and it's, it's like you said, I've done it twice. Would I go back? Sure, if I had the chance. Is it high on my list to go back? Probably not. Uh, like you said, you've been there once. You've kind of done it. Yes, it would be cool to go see the new parade and the new fireworks and stuff, but is that really worth paying the what 80 bucks a head or, or whatever it is just to get in it. So I would be, I'd lean more towards either a tour, um, the after hours, you know, something like that where you can kind of, I guess, maximize more what you're doing with your money and, and everything. So, right. Exactly. Um, let's see. Anything else that I can think of? No, I was trying to. Somebody asked, uh, would we count the void at uh, Disney Springs? Because since you have to pay for that separately. And I, I, my response was I mean, I guess I could see their point, but we were trying to keep it more park. Right. You know, I mean, yes, I would love to do that. Would I pay for it? Probably not. Because again, it's one of those things where my time's already limited enough as it is. And. You know, one getting out to the springs and two taking time to do that. I, I don't know if I would be able to pull all that off or, or see the benefit of doing that. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So um, I'll go over to Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Jeff 
Forger. If you go early enough in the season for the Halloween party, it's a pretty good deal. I've never tried the after-hour events. Um, and then Mackenzie, the Timo says, we have done the Halloween party. When it first begins, I would love to try the Christmas party early in the season. Um, see, early in the season for Halloween, I just can't get into that in uh, November. Especially August. August. Yeah, yeah. August. <laughs> yeah that's, it's like 110. You're in a costume trying to walk around the park. I, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, then Mackenzie says, I prefer after hours over the parties, less crowded, and sometimes a cheaper price. Yeah, I, I mean, because I think it's like 125 or 135 and if you're a DVC or annual pass holder, you get like 25 bucks off, so in some, in some regard, you can definitely save money, and you still get in the park about five hours, mm-hmm. um, so you break it down, you know, you're looking at least 25, you know, on average, like 25 bucks an hour to do that, but you're going to do a lot of, uh, a lot more. The only time, you might have two attractions that uh, will be... Uh, uh, longer, but for the most part, you're going to walk on and do most of the rides. And you can uh, actually see the queue at Peter Pan um, because you don't have to fast pass it and skip it. <laughs> right, yeah. Which I did do when we were down there a couple weeks ago. I liked it. Yeah, it's so cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, then we have um, Jen Green says, Not So Scary is worth it. Um... I, I I think when you have young kids, I think it's more worth it, but it's not something that uh, it's something I would do every single time. I, I didn't I haven't even seen any of the video of, of how the the new additions to the parade or the fireworks are, but uh, um, that new parade is awesome. They've got a it? scene, they've got a scene with the the bride from the attic of Haunted Mansion, and it literally is it looks like she's floating down main street it's it's really cool oh, the way wow. they did that so um so that part they they've added i think there's like a float with like the incredibles and stuff which to me whatever but um just the stuff they did with the the haunted mansion part was was pretty cool looking from what i've seen so far right Let's see. I'm gonna go over to. Uh, I, I like when they when they change it up. I mean, I think they they should be constantly changing it up and uh, keeping it fresh and new. You know. Yeah, the previous show. Um, geez, we went when my oldest. So five years ago, and they were they had been running the same fireworks show and the same parade and everything. So and they just changed that. So yeah, it's been. I don't know, probably 10 plus years before they had changed the parade part. Right. Um, the fireworks show, I think they had changed last year when they added uh, Hocus Pocus or whatever. So, Gotcha. Um, okay, Twitter. DVC Mary says, um, COP dinner package. Tours are not an, an event, but well worth it if you want to add a little extra magic. Our faves are caring for giants and the one for LWTL. I don't know what that is. Oh, living, living with, with the, the land. land. Okay. And if you have a very short trip, a party ticket is way to, a good way to u- not use up a park ticket while enjoying a party. Which, yeah, I mean, with with current Disney prices to get into a park, realistically, yeah, you could do that if you know if you if you're going for five days, get a four day pass and, and go do a Halloween party or a Christmas party, because you can get into the park at four o'clock. Right. Yeah, and do like, like springs or pool day or something. Right, exactly. Well, I wouldn't really do a pool day, but <laughs> I would do springs. 
Um, Safari Mike says, I love extra magic hours at DAC. Walk on everything for three hours. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it that's that's something I would like to do. I wish I wouldn't get I didn't get sick on a flight of passage, uh, and I would do it more. But um, and that park is so spread out, so it takes a little bit longer to walk on. But uh, yeah, you could do everything in the park one or two times. Um, Brian Appleman says nothing is worth the cost if it involves food and you have kids who were not big eaters. I haven't attended any lately, most due to pricing price. Due to priceless, but people really seem to enjoy the villains event. My last visit, yeah, the villains event. I know that was pretty. That was even higher than the uh, Halloween. Oh yeah, and the well, it was parties. like a what like one day. It was like a random. I think it was like a Thursday or something. They they did it. Wasn't it? Is that the same thing I'm thinking of? Um, no, they, they were doing this over the summer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it was almost like 200 bucks. I mean, it was like... Yeah, it wasn't cheap. It was really expensive for yep. that one. Meg says they're going to keep raising prices. They may as well move to those season passes for the Halloween party and Christmas party. Yeah, I mean, some, I mean they're not bad. I mean, the, I think it was like 250 or 300 bucks for the, all the parties, Halloween parties, except for Halloween night. And really, that's not a bad price if you, if you love the Halloween parties. But yeah. then again... You know, and if you're close enough to go to multiple, because I mean, I can't see like for me, for instance, if I buy that, I'm not going to fly down to Florida multiple times in but two months right. to, to make use of that ticket. So you would have to be a local to take advantage of that more or less. Yep, exactly. Well, and then you just go and get like a bunch of candy and pass it out at your house. So you save on, you know, store-bought candy. You could just go up to the park and get your bag full and take home and pass it out. Yeah. Are you really saving money that way? If you're gonna go anyway, and plus, you're, you're, that's meaning I wouldn't be able to eat the candy after what you know at the party or after the party or on my way home or you before Halloween. Oh, oh, I know, get, like a ton of candy at those things. Um, Disney Dads UK. I plan on paying for Magic Kingdom after hours next time we go. However, I plan to accept the cost by smuggling out Mickey bars to sell on the black market. <laughs> um, if, he, if he can keep them frozen, that is genius. It is. Yeah. I mean, because I talk, I was taking water bottles. I mean, it took like six water bottles back out of there. Oh, so, yeah. So did I. <laughs> you know, because they're so expensive. So, um, Kenny, let's see, Kakamo. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for family, none. Back in the day, dessert and hard tickets were worth it. Now over 100 don't see the value anymore. Uh, I completely understand that. It uh, It's not cheap at all. And I have, for the most part, been priced out because for $400 for me to take my family do something for six hours isn't worth it where I could take them out for, you know, like maybe five dinners at a, at a nice, rest, a decent restaurant or buy them a video game set or, or whatever you know and get more out of it but we also go a lot so I don't them not going to a Halloween or Christmas party isn't going to kill them Pandora OG if you got an AP none of these are worth the extra cost Frank, frankly I think Disney is holding out on night parade because people are willing to shell out extra cash to see them only at a party event that's a good thought that's probably true yeah. <laughs> um Last one is uh, Shane Nichols or Sean Nichols. Uh, we were considering a Halloween party this year, but we could tell by the boy's attitude that he wasn't up to a whole night of it, so we didn't burn the $100 ticket. Yeah, that's smart. 
That's I smart, say, yeah. yeah, that's the one thing with if you're trying to take kids, if they can't stay up long enough to make it take advantage of it, then you're not really saving yourself any money. Right, exactly. Well, that and plus, and then uh, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know, but if you force them to stay up, you're pretty much like you sandbag yourself for probably like two more days after that. Right. Yeah, I want to say my oldest one, well, my youngest one had been my oldest. He was three. And I want to say we were out of the park by 930. Wow. So it, it was kind of like we shot ourselves in the foot. It wasn't he because he was just done. Yeah. Um, and it, like you said, it wasn't worth one dealing with the wrath of him that night and then having to deal with the wrath of him <laughs> right. the next day. So we were just like, we'll just call it quits and just head on back to the room. So, yeah. all right. So, uh, I think that's going to do it. Anybody got anything else? Nope. All right. Yes, that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Nah, social media? Find us on Facebook and the channel Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at one minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream. Mousewalpications.com and mousepros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dolan Daily. I'm on Twitter at at Dopey and Instagram is mpolly579. Um, and for all those who are still listening, check out Steve at Disney Diary. Thank you for tuning in. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Say, Bernadica. <laughs> and I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Wednesday, because I have to go to work. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.